Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe better help is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with better help. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, I want to wrap up week three from the artist way. And I specifically wanted to start with the detective work exercise that she included. She states, Many blocked people are actually very powerful and creative personalities who have been made to feel guilty about their own strengths and gifts. Without being acknowledged, they are often used as batteries by their family and friends who feel free to both use their creative energy and disparage them. When these blocked artists strive to break free of their dysfunctional systems, they are often urged to be sensible when such advice is not appropriate for them. They're made to feel guilty for their talents. They often hide their own light under a bushel for fear of hurting others. Instead, they hurt themselves. With that, Julia informs us that a little sleuth work is in order to restore the person we have abandoned, ourselves. When you complete the following phrases, you may feel strong emotion when you retrieve memories and misplaced fragments of yourself. Allow yourself to free associate for a sentence or so to complete the following phrases. 1. My favorite childhood toy was... 2. My favorite childhood game was... 3. The best movie I ever saw as a kid was... 4. I don't do it much, but I enjoy. 
Five. If I could lighten up a little, I'd let myself. Six. If it weren't too late, I would. Seven. My favorite musical instrument is. Eight. The amount of money I spend on treating myself to entertainment each month is. Nine. If I weren't so stingy with my artist, I would buy them. Ten. Taking time out for myself is. Eleven. I'm afraid that if I start dreaming. Twelve. I secretly enjoy reading. Thirteen. If I had a perfect childhood, I would have grown up to be. Fourteen. If it didn't sound so crazy, I would write or make a. Fifteen. My parents think artists are. Sixteen. My God thinks artists are. Seventeen. What makes me feel weird about this recovery is. Eighteen. Learning to trust myself is probably. Nineteen. My most cheer-me-up music is. Twenty. My favorite way to dress is. And before she goes into the specific tasks for this week, she talks about growth. And again, I want to read directly from this section before commenting on it, because I think she words it really beautifully. And if I'm honest, it's all stuff we've kind of talked about before in previous episodes. Julia Cameron says, Growth is an erratic forward movement. Two steps forward, one step back. Remember that, and be very gentle with yourself. A creative recovery is a healing process. You are capable of great things on Tuesday, but on Wednesday, you may slide backwards. This is normal. Growth occurs in spurts. You're going to lie dormant sometimes. Don't be discouraged. Think of it as resting. Very often, a week of insights will be followed by a week of sluggishness. The morning pages will feel pointless. They're not. What you're learning to do, writing them even when you're tired and they seem dull, is to rest on the page. This is a very important part of the practice. Marathon runners suggest you log 10 slow miles for every fast one. The same holds true for creativity. In this sense, easy does it, is actually a modus operandi. It means easy accomplishes it. If you will hew to a practice of writing three pages every morning and doing one kind thing for yourself every day, you will begin to notice a slight lightness of the heart. Practice being kind to yourself in small, concrete ways. Look at your fridge. Are you feeding yourself nicely? Do you have socks? An extra set of sheets? What about a houseplant? A thermos for the long drive to work? 
Allow yourself to pitch out some of your old raggedy clothes. You don't have to keep everything. I'll skip ahead here where she says, be alert for support and encouragement from unexpected quarters. Be open to receiving gifts from odd channels. And practice saying yes to such help. But this part here I think is so important. She says, more than anything else, experiment with solitude. You will need to make a commitment to quiet time. Try to acquire the habit of checking in with yourself several times a day just to take a beat and ask yourself how you are feeling. Really listen to the answer. Respond kindly. If you're doing something very hard, promise yourself a break and a little treat after. Yes, I am asking you to baby yourself. We believe that to be artists, we must be tough and cynical and intellectually chilly. Leave that to the critics. As a creative being, you will be more productive when coaxed than when bullied. And if that is not a perfect metaphor for every message I've ever tried to send through this podcast, I don't know what is. The tasks from this week that Julia includes are mostly reflective tasks. I won't share all of them because there's quite a few from this week, but I'll share a selection of my favorites that I like to do every once in a while. Because as we know, these are just suggestions and ideas to get you thinking and reflecting, not a conclusive list of things you have to do. She starts with the task of describing your childhood room. You can sketch it or just write out details, but ask yourself what your favorite thing about it was. And then ask yourself what your favorite thing about your current room right now is. And if there is nothing, maybe it's time to incorporate some of that stuff you loved from your childhood room into your current one. I'll skip ahead to another really important task I think is really helpful and beneficial, and that is taking a long look at your habits. Which ones are interfering with your self-nurturing and cause shame? It might surprise you what habits of yours are actually more self-destructive than you think. I really like the considering of what makes us feel like we're quote-unquote killing time. And though Julia Cameron tells us that's not necessarily a good thing, I disagree a little and want to push into the idea that as long as we're conscious with how we're spending our time, even if it's not the most beneficial, it's better than just quote-unquote wasting it. Killing time is at least intentional. Feeling like I'm losing time is not. So I do really love this practice of intentionally checking in with my habits and assessing the potential payoffs versus the potential setbacks. And the other task I really appreciate is making a list of the friends that nurture you or give you a sense of your own competency and possibility, which is different than your enabling friends who give you the message that you will never get it straight without their help or that you're doing great no matter what you're doing, because there is a big difference between being helped and being treated as though we're helpless. So think, who are your really nurturing friends that help you feel more empowered in yourself. And then ask yourself what the traits are that make you feel so served with their nurturing. The power of reflection is so beneficial and it sucks that we have to be reminded to pay attention to how people make us feel. But from experience, it's so easy to fall into autopilot or just go, go, go so that I'm not actually paying attention to what is working and what isn't. But by being intentional about the traits we admire or don't, we can start being more intentional 
with the traits we acquire or don't. That does it for week three of The Artist's Way. It was a longer one, so I wanted to include a lot more because I love talking about emotions. The links to all the resources I used are in the show notes if you're interested. In the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I love you so much, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, beautiful. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com